You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You're running around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Pay- <laughs> <laughs> I sure kept that one. Welcome to the Golden Globes. <laughs> and we're also drunk like Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Alright, let's start again. <laughs> and from the top. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika. And with me are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. Howdy. And we never have any fun when we record these. (laughs) (laughs) All right. In this podcast, we want to talk about dogs and other small pets. And in particular, whether your dog is a good candidate to have another small pet in the house or a small pet in the house and how to introduce them. So hold on. Listen to our sponsors for just a second. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. There's nothing more delicious and healthy than an old family recipe. And for over 50 years, our family's been creating them especially for your pets. Nutrisource Super Premium Pet Foods. Dog and cat food that's all natural, holistic, and organic. Nutrisource Pet Foods contain our patented Good for Life system for your pet's optimum health and well-being. So, order now. Safe quality food made by our family for your furry family members. Go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com. From our family to yours, KLM Family Brands. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm Liz. With me today are Petra and Kate. And this came about because I just added two kittens to my household. And I'm absolutely besotted with them. Really? You can tell. (laughs) (laughs) Hey... My old cat was my husband's, and she didn't like me, and she was grumpy and wanted to bite me and swap me, and she didn't like me. And now I have two kittens who like me. I'm really, really enjoying it. Oh, yeah. I get purrs, and I get licks, tiny little sandpaper licks. And if you couldn't tell, it's the very fact that she uses the word besotted. Yeah. Yes. Hey, I fully admit it. <laughs> I admit it, about oh two days God. in of after they joined my household, and I went, oh, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> it was less than a two days, but okay. Yeah. We'll go with two days. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> well, and as an example of you getting used to a new pet in the household, uh-huh. your previous cat had taught you to be very, very careful and respectful when touching her. Oh, yes. Yes. And then you were telling me about the kitten in your lap. Yes. And and I was holding him very, very carefully. <laughs> I was waiting for him to explode off my lap, and he didn't. <laughs> and when he rolled over and exposed his belly? Uh, oh, yeah. You thought it was a trap. Uh, I knew he was going to bite me. <laughs> Boy, what did Zena do to the family? I know. We're psycho- Liz, the dog, psychologically the scarred. <laughs> She was a strong personality, so your response to the kitten bearing his belly, and then Bashir's response today. What happened today was I have put a screen door on the back sitting room. It's a little, it's not a bedroom, so to speak, although it was designed as a bedroom. It's a little sitting room, and I have the kittens in there with their cat tree and their litter box and their food, and I put a screen door on so the introductions between the kittens and the dogs would be gradual and safe, not realizing that my dogs have such a bad case of PTSD from (laughs) Cena that there wouldn't have been any problem anyway, but that's okay. Gradual introduction is good. Well, the kittens have been in the household a week, So today, when I went in to sit down and spend some time with the kittens, I brought Bashir, my 10-year-old Australian Shepherd, into the room with me. He came in very nicely and calmly and, and looked at me for guidance and looked at the cat food. And I said, no, leave the cat food alone. And he did. Then he went to put a nose down to one of the kittens, the one that I call Spock, because, of course, all my pets have Star Trek names. But that's another story. For another podcast. <laughs> yeah, for another podcast. Bashir went to put his nose down towards Spock. And Spock, very nicely, was not afraid of him. And stretched and started to roll, as cats do when they're relaxing. And poor Bashir screamed, jumped in the air, crouched down, and acted like he was going to die. <laughs> I did not realize that my previous cat had psychologically scarred him so badly. But she was, she loved my husband, but otherwise she was an evil cat. Yeah, the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. For 16 and a half years, she ruled everything. (laughs) Of course, she liked me. She liked you. Yeah, she came up. Yeah, we got purrs and we were like petting her. You two suck too. (laughs) (laughs) She hated me. And she was very upset after my husband passed away. But I did not realize how psychologically scarred poor Bashir was. So anyway, after the kitten did not attack him and did not kill him, I calmed him down, had him relax before I let him leave the kitten room. Because I didn't want him to leave the kitten room in a mad panic. Right. So I don't have to worry about my dogs hurting the kittens. And thankfully, the kittens seem to have better heads on their shoulders than Cena did. So it'll work out. It'll be fine. But I am going to leave the screen door up for a little while, if nothing else, so that my dogs can get used to the cats. Well, yeah. your middle boy, yeah. Cisco, he oh. won't even acknowledge the kittens are there. No, no. Bones and Bashir have actually gone nose to nose with the kittens with the screen door in between. Cisco comes down the hallway, makes a diagonal into the bedroom, and doesn't even acknowledge that there's anything in the back room. Right. So, well, but that's his way of dealing with it, too. It will be interesting as the kittens get more free reign of the house. Yes, yes, it will. 
Yeah, especially since they're kittens. Right. Dash, dash, wee! And dogs covering their eyes going, oh, I'm gonna die. (laughs) (laughs) But having more than one species can be interesting. Yes, yes. And over the years, Paul and I have had many. We had ferrets, rats, rabbits, snakes, frogs, lizards. At one point, we had ferrets who were very dog savvy and our German shepherds would be laying down in the living room and the ferret would go cheep 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 hop sideways jump on top of the German shepherd burrow into their coat and then cheep cheep and dash away (laughs) I felt real bad for the dogs sometimes (laughs) oh no this is a common thread (laughs) but then you've got the opposite when your old cat passed away you decided it wasn't quite safe to get another cat when I brought my terrier home um, he had never been around cats. So my cat at the time, um, Thomas, was, he was a mess. I mean, he was, we were like his eighth home or something. And he had been declawed somewhere along the line. And he was, I don't know that he was quite right to start with. But anyway, he was a very, very mild cat. And when the terrier would, you know, poke his nose at him and try and get him to do something, he would just turn into a sodden lump. So Quill actually left him alone because he didn't do anything. He was no fun to play with. Mm -hmm. But I worry with my terrier's high prey drive, would he be safe around another kitty? I'm just not sure. So I'm waiting for Oh, no, I can loan you Toby. She'll smack the crud out of him. Okay. (laughs) The one that scared... Oh, scared poor Archer. Archer. I had come over to your house with Archer, and we decided to go somewhere. Yeah, so we put Archer in a crate. We put him in a crate, and when we came back, <laughs> your cat Toby was on top of the crate. Archer was so stressed that he had drooled all over the front of him, and when we let him out of the crate, he went across your living room, opened the screen door, and went straight to my car as fast as he could run. Toby had just scared him so bad. He must have sat on top of the crate and thumped at him for Probably. the whole... <laughs> that would, that's what you do. And Archer was so mild-mannered. He was just... I don't know how he knew that your screen door would open if he pushed. I guess he was going to go straight through it if, if it didn't. Yep, if it didn't. Because yep, yep. he hit that door and kept on going. <laughs> so bring Quill over and put him in a crate and let Toby have him. <laughs> think about But remember, this is the same terrier that killed and brought me the possum out of the the backyard. Yep. I mean, he's yet. got the... Okay. <laughs> All right. See, yeah. I'm thinking more about putting him on leash and bringing him over to Spock and... What? Scotty. Scotty. Quill didn't do anything to Zena. He'd been to my house a few Did times he? with Zena. I don't remember if they had any contact. But then she also kind of gave off this... Aura of this, power. Yes. Zena yes. warrior queen. Warrior queen, yeah. yeah. Not even a princess. <laughs> yeah. Queen. I may die, but you will too. We are going down together. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. she was bigger than him. So was the possum. Yeah, but possum aren't quite bright. Well, that's true. Yeah, they're... that's true. So yeah, I've, I've debated it. I've debated yeah. getting another kitty because I do enjoy having a cat in my life. Well, you know, when we were talking earlier, it, whether to adopt a cat like you did for mm-hmm. yourself or in my case, my daughter in the military had to be deployed. So I took in the dog and the cat. Right. Granted, the dog was with us for many years. He just moved with her for the last couple of years, so him coming home was no big deal. But the cat, I've got Marcus. Yeah, have other cats. So introducing him to not just dogs, but the other cats. So I was like, "What'd you bring home, mom?" You know? <laughs> and he was young. What 
nine months old. Yeah. He was young. Yeah. Everybody else is much older than that. So when I brought him home, we actually um, kept him in the bathroom for a couple of days where he had right. the food and things just to settle in. And that's a good point. Like I did with a kitten room or putting him in the bathroom. I just actually I just got an inexpensive screen door to put on the inside door to the bedroom so they could meet nose to nose. And the door doesn't even fit. It's too big. But when I'm done with it and I take it off, then I, I have another place in the house where I'm going to put it where it'll fit. So it's not pretty. <laughs> but what it'll... Of course, you know, she didn't call us. We'd be able to fix it. And, <laughs> and I knows that we would frame it out. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want that. I want it to fit in the other place when it's done. But what it does do is it gives them a chance to smell each other, see each other, get used to each other before I give the kittens free run of the house. So that is a good way to start a new pet in a house. Another, and some people do that and then move the new pet from room to room. So mm-hmm. each room they, they're getting to experience the animals that have already been in there. Then you leave that previous room open for the other animals. So they get and that's, pretty much, and that's exactly what I did. I went from the bathroom to my room. Okay. That's where everybody hangs out you know, pretty much. And then the ba- my bathroom. So, yeah, we moved him. The cats got to smell him. He got to smell the others. And really the transition to introducing him is like, okay, open the doors. You know, let's see how you do. I did have, I'll tell you, I did have a wa- spray bottle with water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just in case there was any issues. I mm-hmm. had the spray bottle with water. But as far as the three palms were like, oh, yeah, it's okay. It's another cat. They didn't bother him. The bigger dogs remained outside one at a time came in. But Marcus, luckily, his personality is so laid back. He was chill. Okay. Well, know? when we visited your, your daughter and son-in-law, <laughs> I wanted to steal Marcus. Yeah, I'd a, have brought him home in a heartbeat. He's a, he's a nice kitty. <laughs> yeah. But you I, just got the turtle. Yeah, I got the turtle. Actually, the turtles, it's going to be hard to give him back to them because he's funny. <laughs> he's got personality, that little guy. <laughs> He's a juvenile, half-grown box turtle who uh, thinks he's uh, king of the world, and watching him attack an earthworm is hysterical. (laughs) It's a certain personality for reptile people. But anyway, moving on. on. He sits around and laughs watching a fox turtle eat. I love this. Well, we've all got to eat, and he is is what he is, and, (laughs) you know, he's... But he's not afraid to take on an earthworm that's Half the size of his head. <laughs> so He's an yeah. all-you-can-eat buffet yeah, right. kind of turtle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to be fat when they come home. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. So, uh, okay. So here's another evidence, though. I have an outside pond above ground with tur- water turtles in it. Right. And I tried everything I could think of, short of electrocuting my terrier, to get him to quit preying on the turtles out there. Right, right. So I finally just put up a fence around it. Yep. It's like, okay, I have to keep them all safe. And that's what I've done. But he still goes by and checks. Is that fence still there? Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. But he has got such a drive to get to those turtles. And I think that's a good point in that you really have to know your dog. Mm -hmm. Not just breed, but also his individual characteristics. And there's not any introducing him to this. It's not like the turtles are going to hang out and be calm. And yeah, no. You know. <laughs> no. Okay, here's a story. So I went out to do a private training on a, a rather, it was an, it's a rather wealthy client with an estate. And she had, at that point, she had six dachshunds. Okay. And as uh, I'd been there a couple of times, I was going for a early break. 
I pulled into the courtyard and parked, and she came running out and said, Oh, I'm so glad you're here. You're just in time. There was murder. And I'm going, <laughs> do I need to leave before the police get here? You know, all this thought. She's going, come on, come on. You have to come see the murder. Healing that I don't want you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and and she stayed twenty steps ahead of me, all the way across the house and up the stairs into the second floor. She had gone into her office to work and had allowed one of the dachshunds to come upstairs with her. But when she opened the door to her office, what she did not know was that one of her new birds, a cockatiel, in his new bird cage had gotten out of the birdcage oh, and was oh, walking no. across the floor. Oops. Uh-oh. Dachshunds are hunting dogs. Dachshund did what a dachshund was going to do. And she pounced and got him. Oh. And as just as my car was pulling in. So that was the murder scene that I was taken to. Ah. <laughs> and she said, what are you going to do about it? And I said, tell you I'm very sorry for the loss of your bird. There's not a darn thing I'm going to do to your dachshund. Yeah. She did nothing wrong. Yeah. You didn't even have time to tell her, don't attack the bird. Yeah. It just happened. She did her instinct. Yep. I lost a cockatiel that way with, yeah. to an Australian shepherd. <laughs> One day I go there, she has a cockatiel. Next day I go there, there's no cockatiel. Well, <laughs> and it was, it was my fault. I let the bird out. I put the dogs outside. I let the bird out while I was cleaning the cage. As I did on a routine basis, let her out. I did not realize her flight feathers had grown in, but she was out. And then the TV repairman came, and I forgot the bird was out. And when he left, I let the dogs in. (laughs) Bird went flutter, flutter up into the air. My dog jumped up, grabbed bird, swallowed, and that was all she wrote. That was it. Didn't shake, crunch, tear apart, just swallowed in one convenient lump. And now, I and have, I couldn't blame the dog. No. It was my fault. I have known, I had a friend who had a Chesapeake, and that dog would lay on the floor, and the two cockatiels would fly down and walk all over him, chittering and chirping and pulling you know, out the same thing, hair. though. I mean, as a kid, I had a yellow lab, and she'd lay there on the ground, and little Billy, the peak, as a parakeet, would crawl up and stand on her head and actually kind of burrow in there and lay down on her head and just chirp, 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 and she held perfectly still. Yeah. So there are the... And that's a bird dog, Asian, right? With right, the birds, right. Bird dogs yeah. and birds on them. They're, and then the Chessie would walk around with this big sigh on his face. It's like, oh, and the birds, oh, when he walked in the room, the birds would get so excited. Oh, he's here! They loved him. And he was yeah. sort of long-suffering of them. Yeah. So it's possible, yes, but know your individual... Yes. I would not I have dogs. a bird with I, a quill. Oh, I God. Did, well, <laughs> with my Aussies, I did not get another bird. I don't okay. have a bird. Right. When Paul and I had German Shepherds, oh my gosh, we had two rats named Weed and Flower <laughs> who would come out and we would put them on the back of the sofa and the rats learned that they were allowed to run on the back of the sofa but not get down. And the dogs knew as long as the rats were on the back of the sofa, they were off limits. And if one of the rats went down on the arm of the sofa, I would chase the rat back up, and the dog would have gotten up and gone, ah, and then when the rat went on the back, oh. <laughs> no <laughs> so dinner we, tonight. No dinner to no snacks tonight. Uh-huh. All right, well, we need to take a break for our sponsors, so hold on. We've got a lot more to talk about when we get back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, more to be exact. 
It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady. I travel from coast to coast to pet trade shows and consumer events to scout out what the hottest, hippest, and most unique pet products are on the planet, bringing you tips and tricks from top veterinarians, groomers, trainers on how to safely travel and live happily with your pets. The Pet Lady will be in a city near you, showing off the latest and greatest tech pet gadgets, cozy comforts, and fab gift ideas for man's and woman's best friends. You can learn more at thepetlady.net or connect socially and tweet with me at Pet Lady World. Hey there, pet parents. This is Christy Vaughn, host of The Doggy Dish. Do you love your furry companion? Do you love making him or her healthy treats but can't seem to find the time? Great news. The Doggy Dish is the perfect show for you. Every episode is chock full of healthy and easy recipes that are made with ingredients you most likely have on hand. Tune into The Doggy Dish for yummy and healthy recipes for your canine kids. Every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. This is your host, Liz Palaika, with my good friends, Petra Burke and Kate Abbott. We had a variety of animals, and the dogs have learned what is allowed and what isn't. So can you train both species as part of the entertainment? Or can you keep one species contained? Safe. Safe. Can you imagine, Quill, if you had caged pets like ferrets or rabbits? You'd give them heart attacks, probably. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) If he didn't tear the cage apart. Right. The only Uh, reason the turtles work out because they can go into water and disappear from him. But even, even that wasn't safe before I put up the fence. Yeah, well, they, do, the they do have to come up to breathe once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was willing to go into the water. Uh, and my friend had a pet rabbit. And Walter loved that rabbit. And But he, that one particular rabbit. But even the wild rabbit, like every now and then, once in a lifetime or maybe twice in his lifetime, he caught a wild rabbit. Mm-hmm. He cleaned its ears and let it go. <laughs> but I think he learned that from doing it with Sprout. That's not, not what Bashir did. No. <laughs> As I reached down his throat to pull the rabbit back up. <laughs> well, that's one thing you didn't teach your little brother by another mother. <laughs> I think one thing that we have to keep in mind is that even though we have domesticated dogs, and they're our companions, and they live in our households, dogs are by nature predators. And in some individuals and in some breeds, it's stronger than others. Years ago, Paul and I and Petra always said that the Australian bitch we had, and I use bitch in the proper use of the term, 
if we had a zombie apocalypse, she would survive. <laughs> she was just a strong personality and a strong hunter. Right. Whereas my boy Cisco now would wither up into a little ball and die. Mm-hmm. The instinct is different in each. The characteristics are different. Yeah. But they are by nature predators. That's like telling a cat not to hunt. Cats are by nature even stronger predators. So when we're talking about small pets, whether they be cats or kittens or rabbits or uh, hamsters. hamsters, oh my hamsters, yes, we have to keep in mind that those are prey animals. Doesn't make much of a mistake. Right. Then when you introduce them, if you feel that you can keep it safe for your dog and the other pet, do so gradually. Keep your dog on leash. Use your training skills. Ideally, you've taught the command, leave it. And if you've taught additional commands, such as easy or gentle or lie down and stay, use those. Use your obedience during the... I was talking to Bones and Bashir the whole time they were in the kitten room with me. And I want to caution, there's this... I have noticed it more than once with people This now don't eat it, don't eat it, don't eat it. Everything about the object or critter becomes negative. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah. it's like, no, just sit down. Good uh-huh. job. Lovely. No, leave it. Good. Mm-hmm. It's got to be positive around yes. the other. That doesn't yes. mean you're, you're allowed to eat them, but... But it can't always be you're in trouble when this thing shows up. And that brings up another point. When I brought Bashir in, or in Bones to meet the kitten, I wasn't holding the kittens. Right. The kittens were in the room. I had my hands on the dogs. Not restraining them so much, but... Telling them they t- were good Telling the, them that they were wonderful. Bones was staring at my face, half worry, half adoringly, as he wagged his tail, and the kitten played with his tail. Mom, what am I supposed to do? Mom, he's touching my tail. Good boy, you're awesome. Yeah. When, so they have happy feelings about being around these new critters. And when Bashir thought the kitten was going to kill him, now, kitten is three pounds, maybe, Bashir's 50. It was just very sad. But I had my hands on him. I was hugging him. You're all right. It's okay. This kitten is not going to kill you, I promise. And then when he started to relax, I was scratching his butt and letting him look at the kitten again and telling him what a big, brave dog he was. And then only when he calmed down did I let him out of the kitten room. But my hands were on him. I was talking to him, you know. So keep everybody safe, but don't, you know, it's not torture. Right. They need to have, oh, it's okay to be here. It's a good feeling to be around. My owner is happy. Yeah, well, you know, and going back and going to the owner, also don't be stressed out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be stressed out, you're going to stress out the cat, you're going to stress out the dog, and the whole situation's going to go be a wrong. I have to admit, I laughed at both Bones and Bashir. I was, when the kitten was playing with Bones' tail, I was laughing. <laughs> but I wasn't That's, laughing at Bones. Oh, I, yes, was la- I was laughing at the situation. <laughs> Hush. <laughs> but it was still keeping the situation relaxed. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It has to be, it exactly. Yes. exactly. So control of the environment mm-hmm. and the critters. Mm-hmm. And gradual be patient. Be patient. I yeah, will don't let, rush it. Throw oh, them together and see what happens. I will let that screen door stay on the room where the kittens are for as long as it needs to. And, you know, once they get access to the whole household, I may leave that there and put them there at night. I may put them there when I leave the house for a while. You know, 
I'm in no rush. It's as much to keep the kittens safe, safe, and from destroying, getting into stuff in the house. Sure, yeah. So uh, I was, you know, you had posted the picture uh, on your Facebook page, and other people were going, oh, yeah, and they were contributing their ideas, which I thought were some good ideas. Uh, they put up a baby gate, baby gates, and mm-hmm. baby gates with a cat door in it, or or a hole cut for the cat. Or and one I've done that before. Put the baby gate up high enough that the cat could slide under. Uh huh. But the dog couldn't. Mm-hmm. Right. So that yeah. gives the cat a, a safe out. Right. Right. And actually, that's what I'll do uh, when I take the screen door down, and that's what I did with Zena. Food and litter box are in what in a normal bedroom would be a closet. And I put a baby gate across there, keep the dogs out of the litter box and and the cat food. And uh, I just had a cat-sized hole cut in it, and I kept that. Which works works good, as long as you have dogs that are bigger than the hole. (laughs) Right. For Pomeranians, not so much. I use baby gates, but the cats, we had to, they know, they're young, so they jump over. (laughs) Right. Otherwise, the palms are smaller than the cat, because we have a problem. (laughs) They could go through and under. So, yeah, it also looks the size of your dog. <laughs> right. Cut the hole in the baby gate and going, darn it, my dog fit through it too. I should have listened to Liz. No, just see what size your dog is. Oh so you put God. one of those collars with a stick on oh, each side. So. Boom, Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and then sleep with one eye open because Keely would kill you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then so keep everybody safe. Take it patient. Give them time. Make it positive. What other? Mm-hmm. Oh, let them scent each other mm-hmm. as much as possible before they actually meet. And have a place where, in this case, if you're doing introducing cats, they can get away. And if you're worried, mm-hmm. follow your gut. Follow your intuition. If you have this feeling that your dog really, really wants to kill the rabbit, then make sure wherever you adopt it from, or that you could return them, <laughs> or yeah, that you can keep them safe. Yeah, that you can keep them safe. I've had small pets that. I just knew the dogs really were overly interested in. And I just made sure the cage was secure, the cage was out of reach, the cage was in another room, that the dog was safe from his own instincts or inclinations, and the small pet was in a safe place. And if you've got some of the larger birds, you may have to keep your dog safe. That too. That too. A parrot can do some damage, man. Especially a macaw. Yeah. I have a friend who has a Amazon green parrot and she has a bird room. Yeah. It's not it's very big, room. but it's a bird room. It's got a glass door so that the bird can see out and people go in to visit with the bird, but the dogs in the household are protected from the bird. Yeah, there you go. That's a yeah. good way to put it. Yeah. The dogs are small enough they wouldn't do anything to the bird, but they might bark at it, but the bird is fully capable of doing great harm to the to the dogs. Great harm. Yes. So, so, yes, dogs and other small critters can't get along, but there needs to be some care taken, too. Set things up to try and be as positive. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm still not sure about Quill, so that's oddly. <laughs> uh, All right, well, that's it for this podcast. Hopefully we've given you some things to think about, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Take care. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. 
Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.